0: Hi, welcome to the Tele Wellness Hub podcast. And in today's show, I want to explore the intersection of science, wellness, with culture. I'm your host, Marta Hamilton, and today we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. It's a time to honor the rich history, culture, and contributions of Hispanic and Latino communities around the world. And in this special episode, I'll be diving into the science behind wellness practices that are deeply rooted in Hispanic traditions. I had a special heart to do this because I realized reflecting back on my upbringing and just what brings value to me that a lot of the wellness practices that I try to incorporate into my life or are even sometimes just part of everyday life in the background are deeply rooted in my Hispanic upbringing through my family members or just culture. So I wanted to share a little bit of myself and my culture with you. And in Hispanic Heritage Month, which runs from September 15th to October 15th, it encompasses the independence days of several Latin American countries, including Mexico, Chile, Guatemala. It's a time of vibrant celebrations, parades, and cultural events, but it's also an opportunity to explore the wellness practices that have been passed down through generations. So I wanted to start with one of the most iconic aspects of Hispanic culture, which is food, the Mediterranean diet. um, Many people don't realize it, maybe because we're used to Tex-Mex, which heavily relies on things like maybe nachos and fajitas. But the Mediterranean diet is actually very prevalent in many Hispanic communities, and it has been long associated with numerous health benefits. So research has shown that this diet, which is rich in fruits, Vegetables, uh, lean proteins can reduce the risk of heart disease, lower cholesterol, and even improve brain health. So, when thinking of some really delicious uh, meals that you can find in different cultures, there's a really large focus on delicious fruits. You think about things like whether it's star fruit or guavas or mangos, they're just really rich in antioxidants. And these have been shown to really be helpful in, in improving your health. And I think something that's really important to note is that when it comes to the food that you can have in, in the Latino community, it's not just about what you eat. It's also how you eat. I had done an interview with Caroline. She's located in France. You can check out that episode. She talks about she was raised in in the US and then moved to France and is now experiencing life as a French mother out there. And she talks about this a little bit about the way in which food is really a central part of, of daily life. And there's a focus on taking time to gather with others and eat fresh food. And similarly, in many Hispanic cultures, meals are a family affair. It's a time to connect. It's a time to share stories and really savor each bite. And this communal approach to dining has been shown to promote A sense of belonging and reduce stress, which contributes to overall wellness. So, perhaps a little tidbit of help for your wellness journey that you want to incorporate from this special episode for Hispanic Heritage Month. A recommendation may be to practice mindfulness while eating and really looking at each bite, the flavor the color, the texture as you take a bite. Or maybe set up a time to to meet with a friend or your family and just gather. Just enjoy the meal and the conversation. It's been shown to really be beneficial for overall wellness. I want to move on now and talk a little bit about the power of movement. Dance has always played a significant role in Hispanic culture, uh, from salsa and tango to flamenco, bachata. These dances not only keep people physically active, but it also provides a means of self-expression and stress relief. Studies have shown that dance can improve cardiovascular health, increase flexibility, and boost mood. So if you're wanting to take a moment to honor Hispanic Heritage Month, maybe enroll in a class and learn how to salsa or learn new steps in bachata or even Ask, I don't know about you guys, but we often ask Alexa to play some music in the background while we're preparing dinner or cleaning up dishes. And maybe you just venture out and ask Alexa to play a salsa or a tango playlist and you can enjoy the benefits of, of dancing and how it, it's really, when it comes to wellness – we talk about this a lot. I think we can overcomplicate it so easily. Like we think, okay, I need to purchase certain supplements or purchase certain certain journals or invest in these very specific items. But so many things when it comes to wellness are free, just like dancing. So whether you prefer doing it in a group or in the privacy of your home, I encourage you all to maybe take a little moment to dance today. Now let's delve into herbal remedies. Uh, traditional Hispanic healing practices often incorporate herbs like aloe vera, chamomile, and ginger for various ailments and I think this part really stands out to me too in terms of kind of how I grew up so often right we have people in our community I think of my abuelita chata who has passed as well as her mom mommy had a really large influence on this with me in terms of plants and herbal remedies and even for beauty I still remember and sometimes do grab some rosemary for 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 my face and um The science behind these remedies is actually really fascinating. Uh, Now that we have the technology to study some of these words of wisdom when it comes to herbal remedies, it's really fascinating to see how the wisdom that has been passed down generationally can be backed up by science. For example, aloe vera has been studied for its anti-inflammatory and wound healing properties. It's a pretty resilient plant. I must tell you, I live in El Paso, Texas, so it is dry here and I live in the mountains. So um, if you try to dig, you're going to hit rock really fast. And even so, somehow I have been able to keep plenty of aloe vera alive in pots. And it is so helpful for when my kids get sunburns or I have a little burn, even as something that is moisturizing. I mean, it's just incredible. And it's always been there. I have I have aloe vera plants that I have inherited from my dad who inherited them from his mom. And uh, we just keep propagating and passing them around. So It's the plant that keeps giving. And also chamomile, very, very popular herbal remedy in the Hispanic community. It's known for its calming effects and potential to reduce anxiety. Although I must be very clear with a disclaimer that it is not a weight. It's not beneficial to replace any kind of recommendations that are made by a physician for your care when it comes to things like anxiety. It is very important to seek professional care for for any ailment that you have because just the way we would encourage someone with diabetes or asthma to go to a consult with a medical provider for how to best treat that, it's the same thing with anxiety. We know that anxiety is a brain-based illness just the same way that our Our lungs are an organ or our heart is an organ. Our brain is an organ too. And it deserves the same care and medical treatment and attention as, as any other illness like diabetes or asthma or or a matter affecting your heart. So I do want to make sure that everyone knows that they're listening to this. This is not medical advice. And I do recommend that you seek professional care with your, with your doctor and Another thing I really want to talk about is mindfulness and spirituality. Many Hispanic cultures have a very strong connection to spirituality, whether through Catholicism, indigenous beliefs, or a blend of both. And practices like meditation, prayer, and mindfulness have been scientifically shown to reduce stress, improve mental health, and increase overall well-being. These practices are deeply ingrained in Hispanic traditions and can offer valuable tools for anyone looking to enhance their wellness. And recent polls have surveyed cultures all around the world and have found that some of the happiest people are actually in Mexico. So shout out to to Mexico for for that. And one of the reasons, one of the factors that they looked at, this was a statistically based research they found that there was a really strong correlation with these things that we've mentioned so far, uh, particularly a sense of community, but also spirituality. It's also labeled as religiosity at times, but spirituality had a very strong connection and correlation with overall happiness and well-being, and it was it was really highly um, able to predict people's ability to even overcome illnesses when they were in, in cancer treatment. Those who had a strong sense of spirituality and connection to community and social support system were significantly higher likelihood of having less symptoms and overcoming their illnesses quicker. As we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, it's essential to recognize and appreciate the diverse wellness practices that have been passed down through generations and The science behind these practices really reaffirms their value in promoting physical and mental well-being. And I want to encourage our listeners to take this month as an opportunity to explore and learn more about Hispanic cultures, traditions, and wellness practices, whether it's trying a new recipe, attending a dance class or simply taking a moment for mindfulness, there are countless ways to incorporate these enriching elements into your own wellness journey. So in summary, thank you for joining me on this special mini episode of the Wellness Hub podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights into the science and culture behind Hispanic wellness practices. As always, stay curious, stay well, and stay connected. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month.